the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. Good day to you. This is the always effervescent and nearly famous Bob Leffler here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate professionals like you, where we explain that everything that you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. So today's topic, uh, we're going to talk about expired listings. So um, many of you probably had the same experience I had when I was new in real estate. I get into real estate. I'm trying to soak up everything I can to learn try to figure out what I was doing, and then I ended up failing for five years because everything I was taught was wrong. And then when I learned to do the exact opposite, I started making the big bucks. But one of the things, uh, I would sit in these classes, they were always taught by well-meaning people, and and uh, I would, you know, they're teaching us how to deal with expired, prospect for expired listings. So I'm, you know, taking notes and everything, and they said that the secret to uh, listing expired listings and prospecting for them was to you got to get them to admit that they still want to sell. And, uh, you know, that sounds easy, but uh, I'll tell you what, it was difficult for me. So I would I would call them up and I'd say, hey, do you still want to sell? And they'd say, well, we don't want to list. And I'd say, well, yeah, but do you still want to sell? They go, well, we don't want to list it with a realtor. I'd say, well, do you, uh, do you still want to sell? They, if I had a buyer, would you sell? They go, Bob, do you have a buyer? I go, well, I don't know. I haven't seen your house yet. But if I had a buyer, would you want to sell? They go, well, we don't want to list it. And I go, okay, this is torture. This is painful. This is not fun for me. So I am the guy who will lie awake nights thinking up the exact right words to say to trick people into telling me the truth when they otherwise would not do that. And I don't know why you have to do that with expired listings, but you do. And I also noticed that Everything all the other coaches teach, uh, I would never feel comfortable saying those things to people. So uh, first of all, let's just get our head right on the expires. These are people who have had their house for sale. Uh, It left the market unsold, and they are either happy that it did not sell or they are unhappy that it did not sell. So that's that's the truth. So – I noticed that um, other coaches would will say things like, uh, "Why do you th- to the seller?" They would say, "Why do you think your house didn't sell?" Now, I cannot think of a dumber question to ask a seller. It's like, uh, if I knew that, I you know, and why don't you know that? You're the real estate professional. Shouldn't you know why the house didn't sell? So here's why their house didn't sell. It's because, and you might want to write this down. It's because it was invisible to the one buyer on planet Earth that was willing to pay more for their house than anybody else in the whole world and probably the top 100 buyers. That's 
why it didn't sell because it was invisible. If you have a listing and you're not getting enough showings, you don't have to lie awake nights wondering what the problem is. It's because it's invisible to the top buyer and probably the top 100 buyers. And that's a fixable thing. So the MLS is this amazingly powerful uh, technology. There's really, I can't think of it any other industry that has anything like it. Like if you were interested in buying a car, there's no website where you could see every single car that meets your features and, and uh, you know, area requirements. So the MLS is going to guarantee you one of two things. It's going to absolutely guarantee you that the world's best buyer is going to come and see your house, fall in love with it, pay you more than anybody else ever will, or it's going to guarantee you that your house will be completely invisible to that world's best buyer and the top 100 buyers. So that's why houses leave the market unsold. So when we're talking to expireds, they – and it's the same with for sale by owners. They, they are going to hang up on you. They're either going to hang up on you in like – two seconds or you're going to be able to have a nice, comfortable conversation. So you need some words that are going to cause that nice, comfortable conversation to happen. So when I would call expireds, I, and, and th- th- this is the other thing that uh, other coaches say, when are you going to hire the correct agent to get your house sold? It's like, hey, when are you, <laughs> when are you going to wake up, smell the coffee, and pick the right agent? You know, that is insulting. So we always want to, we always want to say things that are nice. So uh, you're going to get more business by being nice. So what I, what I came up with is I, I, would, I would say, hi, my name is Bob Leffler. I'm a, you're going to use your own name, insert name here. Hi, my name is Bob Leffler. I'm a real estate agent with a company called XYZ Realty, and I'm calling because my records indicate, these are the key words, my records indicate that your house was for sale and left the market unsold. Is that true? So that is a complicated enough question that they have to say, uh, yes. Okay. And it either is true or it is not true. So some people, their house did sell and the MLS doesn't reflect that, so it's a mistake, um, or you know, so they've changed their plans. I completely, who knows what? But that is either true or not true. They say yes. Say well, the reason I'm calling you is I specialize in helping people who have had their house for sale, but were unsuccessful because their agent didn't do their job. Do you think that was the case for you? Now. I don't want to tell them that their agent didn't do their job. I want to see if they will tell me that their agent didn't do their job. Now, they're expi- and this works for canceled listings or expired listings. So now they're expired or canceled. What do you think 80% of them do? Do you think 80% of them will blame their agent? Actually, it's more like 20% would blame their agent. Actually, 80% of them would say, oh, no, no, no. It wasn't my agent's fault. You know, they they won't blame their agent. So why is that? Well, here's one of the reasons why. If you pulled up a list of all the expireds, how do people get onto that list? And the reality is it is one of three ways. Uh, 
One way is you list with a friend. And by the way, 90% of the people got on this list one of these three ways. So they listed with a friend, number one. Number two is they listed with a discount agent. But number three, and by far, almost 80% of them are in this category, they listed with a friend who also gave them a discount. So these people are not going to be eager to blame their friend. And I don't need them to attack their friend who's the realtor. I don't need them to attack the agent who might have been a stranger that they listed with. But I need them just to admit that, eh, you know, maybe, maybe there was some room for improvement there. So when they say, oh, no, it wasn't my agent's fault, then I'd say, so you're very happy that your house did not sell. Is that correct? And they'd say, well, no, we, you know, we weren't happy that our house didn't sell. Okay. Well, either there's something horribly wrong with their house and no agent could sell it at any price or maybe there's a little room for improvement in the job their agent you know, could have done. It's one or the other, right? So, so if – but if they say, well, no, really, you know, yeah, maybe there was some room for improvement. Now, once they blame their agent by just saying, yeah, maybe there was some room for improvement in the job they did, every single time that that happened, I was able to book the appointment. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, they didn't cancel the appointment before I got to go. It didn't mean that uh, they ended up listing with me necessarily. But I will tell you this. If they blamed their agent, then I got to go. So it's kind of the backdoor way of finding out that they are still interested in selling. So no one's going to blame their agent if they're not serious about selling their house. And again, you've heard me say this before, but the minimum standard for any customer that is going to end up paying you is that they are nice, sane, smart people who it helps if they have a ton of equity to pay you with. And the reason that helps is because if they are thin on the equity, the only conversations they want to have is grinding you on your commission and overpricing their house. So that's nice if they have a ton of equity. So if they're nice, sane, and smart, they have a ton of equity to pay you with. And they are very, very serious about selling their house right now at fair market value. Then you're going to be able to book an appointment with them every time by using these words if you get your questions answered and uh, and hopefully get paid. So so again, it's my records indicate then the reason I'm calling you is because I specialize in helping people who have had their house for sale but were unsuccessful because their agent didn't do their job. Do you think that was the case for you? Yes, they do. Okay. Well, I want you to know that I do business completely differently than all other agents and it virtually guarantees you of two things. One is that your house will actually sell and the other is that you will end up with way, way more money bottom line than you could get any other way. Would you say that's definitely what you're looking for? When they say yes, and they always say yes to that, then you say, can I explain exactly step-by-step step, how I do that? And they will always say yes. And you say, okay, step number one is we're going to meet. 
And I like to meet with people in the afternoons or the evenings. Do you guys have nine to five jobs? And they say yes. And I say, okay, I've got 7 p.m. available next Thursday or would the following Monday be better? And And then we book the appointment. So the other steps they find out about when I show up. So the secret to expireds is to avoid objection handling. When people are horrible at sales, they have to be great at at objection handling. And being horrible at sales is what causes the need for objection handling. So whenever they say something that you would maybe think is an objection, that could only be the result of you not getting your question answered. So when in the in the for sale by owner dialogue, if, by the way, when you go to fearlessagent.com and you watch all our videos, all this stuff is there. But there's two parts to a FISBO and an expired um, dialogue. You've got the setup question in the for sale by owner question is, is it is it the principle of the thing or is it the money? So in the last podcast, I think we talked about that. With the expired dialogue, it is, is it, do you think that your agent did their job or do you think there was some room for improvement there? So the secret is don't move on to that second question, which I call the magic question that nobody ever gets wrong until that first question gets answered. Because with a for sale by owner, for example, if it's not about money, if they're, if they're, trying to sell their house by not having it on the market with a real estate professional and it's not about money, then it must be the principle of the thing, okay? There's this some committed do-it-yourselfer and they're willing to lose tens of thousands of dollars in order to do it themselves. Well, you're not going to do business with that person. You might think that's crazy, but there's people that are like that. With the expired, if they don't think there's some room for improvement in the job their agent did, if they're not unhappy that their house did not sell, and again, about eighty percent of them are not happy that they are not unhappy that their house didn't sell. So you see people that have expired multiple times, okay? And and I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But by the way, if any of what we talk about on these podcasts makes sense to you, and for whatever reason you are earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and you're open to the idea of having some help with that. If you ever want to learn more, you can always call me anytime. I don't have anything better to do than to make you rich. So I want you to feel free to call me. I'm going to give you my cell phone number. It's 480-385-8810. And by the way, people call me from this podcast or or uh, other places where I advertise my cell phone number, and and it doesn't bother me. I'm never I'm never going to be bothered by that. I got nothing better to do than to talk to nice realtors about how we can help them make way more money. And and let's just see if you know you and what you're trying to do and what we do at Fearless Agent if it would be a good fit. Because if it is, you're going to get rich selling real estate. Everybody who does exactly what I tell them to do, that's the result. So again, pick up the phone anytime. If you if you feel comfortable calling me, you can. 480-385-8810. And, I, and again, I love talking to realtors, so don't think you're bothering me. Please don't email to me. Don't text to me. Always call me 
because email and and texting have nothing to do with sales, so I practice what I preach. Always uh, call me. And by the way, I'm not going to sell you on coaching. So I'm going to find out if it's a good fit for you. If I think it is a good fit for you, I'll tell you. If you want to learn how it works and all that, we're happy to happy to help you, have you as a customer. But please visit fearlessagent.com. We have a free webinar there that's about 45 minutes. Take lots of notes. Go to the video training page. Watch all the videos. And here's my guarantee to you. Those free videos will be better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach in America for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you for free. So if you can't afford the coaching, you can still call me, still watch all that stuff. And uh, and so we're here for you either way. So again, my phone number is 480-385-8810. Now, let's say you printed out a uh, list of expireds, okay, from your area, any area in America. The interesting thing is, is that many of those expireds will about, oh, probably 50% of them will repeat that failure experience, leaving the market unsold a second time. And many of them will repeat that experience two, three, four times, five times sometimes. And you got, and you guys already know that. So with, think about that. That is a unbelievably high failure rate. So, so why would that be? Well, here's the reason why. Everybody goes into this selling their house idea, this selling their house thing, with some preconceived notions about how the real estate world works. Okay, So they use those preconceived notions to choose their agent. So then they pick an agent. Then they have this failure experience. Their house leaves the market unsold. Uh, they're unable to go through with their plans. And then they say, okay, we got the wrong agent. So then they say, we're going to change agents. But then they don't change those preconceived notions about how to choose an agent. So they, what they end up doing is getting the same exact agent with a different color sign. And they have that repeat failure experience again. So again, that's, that's one part of it. But then the other part of it is the way they choose. Uh, and one time I, uh, I was uh, going on an expired listing and I just happened to say this to the people. I said, you know, it's odd to me that people that have, you know, tried to sell their house and failed to do so successfully, they um, many times, about 50 percent of the time, they will repeat that experience again. And they go, wow. And, uh, and I said, many of them do it, you know, three or four times. They go, wow. And I said, you know, the other thing I noticed, and I just happened to say this. I said, the other thing I noticed is that um, the way people choose their agent, when to get onto this expired list, how does that happen? Well, almost all of them, and I mean like 90% of them, chose their agent one of these three ways. And I said, the first way is, they listed with a friend. And then all of a sudden, the husband and the wife that I'm talking to look at each other. And I realized that I had a little inside information about them. And then I said, the second most common way is they chose a discount agent. But the third and most common reason that they get on this list is they chose to 
list their house with a friend who gave them a discount. And then they look at each other again and they nod their head and they go, that's what we did. Yeah, we listed with a friend and he gave us a gave us a discount. And I, I said, well, you know, I'm on to something there. So, so that is how that all happens. So the things that cause people to have their house be invisible to the world's best buyer. Well, one of them, everybody, every, everybody's going to say, well, it was overpriced. Well, you know what? Uh, I once went on an expired listing appointment and after doing the market analysis or CMA as I like to call it, which is uh, if you're brand new in real estate, that does stand for Country Music Awards. So I do the market analysis and I realize these people are they they were priced right, you know. And then I and then I'm reading the remarks in the listing, and there's it makes it very difficult to show their house. So when I go over and uh, ring the doorbell, I hear this uh, these dogs that sound like they're right on the other side of the door, like they're going to attack me, like Rottweilers or something, and. Uh, and then the lady opens the door and I said, are those dogs inside? She goes, oh, no, they're in the backyard. But they were so loud. you know. I thought they were inside. I go, oh, OK. So I'm a little dogophobic. So I go and I do the whole listing presentation and I say, uh, you know, I need you to initial here for the lockbox. She goes, oh, I can't have a lockbox because we got the dogs, but that's no problem. And I go, OK, great. So I get the listing listed. And then I say, um, you know um, – Tell me, tell me about the dogs. You know, it, it makes it difficult to show the house if you ha- if you have these dogs that eat people. She goes, "Oh, it's no problem at all. Uh, I work just down the street at the bank, so we just put my phone number in the listing, and you know they can call me. I can run right over anytime. It's three minutes away, and I'm happy to show it." And I said, "Well, let's say, for example." that the world's best buyer is coming tomorrow, okay? What would you do with the dog? She goes, well, that's no problem. They call me at the bank. I rush right over in three minutes and I I uh, take the dogs out for a walk. I said, well, let's, let's say hypothetically that for whatever reason, just tomorrow, you can't be here and uh, the, but the world's best buyer who's going to pay you more than anybody ever would is going to come tomorrow. And you don't really know what time they're coming, but just for tomorrow, you have to have a lockbox, okay? Uh, and you would get maybe five, ten thousand extra dollars by by doing that. Would you do it? She says, "Well, well, sure." I said, "Well, what would you do with the dogs?" She goes, "Well, I would just take them over to my sister's house." I go, "So your sister likes these dogs?" She goes, "Yeah." I go, "Well, would you be willing for five or ten thousand dollars extra?" to take the dogs over to your sisters and leave them there until you're under contract, which probably would take a week. And she says, yeah, that would be no problem. I go, seriously? So she takes the dogs. We hang a lockbox. We sell it at the same asking price. We end up selling it in a week. No problem. And the other agent just never thought to ask her that, and she was perfectly willing to do that. So by not having a lockbox on your listing – it could be invisible to the one best buyer because in most MLSs, I can search for houses by how to show them, like if it's on lockbox or not. But even if I can't and I'm out and I've got plenty of houses to show, I'm going to weed through that list. And if I see anything that says tenant, uh, dog, 
alarm code, you know, no lockbox, just call call me and we'll make arrangements. I, I'm going to go for the vacant ones first, the ones that are vacant on lockbox. So a little thing like that can make your listing invisible, not to everybody maybe, but just to that one buyer on planet Earth that's willing to pay more than anybody else in the whole world and the top 100 buyers. So if your listing is not getting enough showings, you really don't have to wonder why. It's because it is invisible to the best buyer. So you can, of course, you could lower the asking price. That would get you more visibility. You can make it more available so that it's easier to show. So anything you can do to make your house easy to show, I always recommend that you do it. So here's Bob's first rule of business, okay? And I think you you think you might want to write this down. Never make people stand in line to hand you money, okay? When you go to the grocery store and there's nine checkout lanes and there's only one open or two open and there are these big long lines, don't you wonder – why are they making me stand in line to hand them their money? Well, that's what realtors do every day. Realtors say, you know, you see these listings that says you can only show it every other Tuesday between noon and 2 p.m. Uh, do not use front side or rear door. You know, it's real easy to show the house, you know, make appointments and all this kind of stuff. So every every buyer agent should be able to make one phone call and and make it easy to show. For example, put the seller's phone number in the listing. So if I'm the buyer agent, I could just call the seller and say, hey, I'm going to be showing houses between uh, you know 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. If you don't want me to show it, call me up if you're allergic to money, right? Call me up and tell me not to come. Otherwise, I'll use the lockbox. Then it's, it's one call. And uh, you know, so always make it easy for people to show your show your listings, and then you won't end up with your listing on that expired list and have the uh, seller bad mouthing you and blaming you when a fearless agent calls. So uh, once again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Please, please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly anytime at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a review of this podcast on iTunes. I would love it if you would do that. You can always visit us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, the dry cleaners, the auto dealership, anywhere you want to go. We're always there. And as always, until next week, please have fun because if it isn't fun, we're not doing it. Always be humble, no matter how fearless agent you are and how great you are. Always be humble and most of all, be fearless. Thanks. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.